Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today we have a brand new guest on the show, Dr. Beth Ann KW. And um, today we're going to be talking about your, in, your intuition magic, empowering energy sensitives that we all are, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about the concept of intuition and how it's expanding as we move into 2021 and beyond and what we can expect. We're going to talk a little bit about how we can feel equipped as energy sensitives to stay in our hearts, work our magic, and live with intention and purpose. We're going to talk about how to find clarity in uncertainty and embrace with empowerment and ease. And I was just talking about that right now. Yeah, we're in uncertainty. So definitely finding the clarity <laughs> and strength and ease in it, right? Um, we're also going to receive information and guidance from the angels and Akashic Records on the current energies. And Bethann's going to take us through an angelic guided heart activation to empower our intuitive selves. And Bethann's going to be taking live questions, um, mini readings. But of course, as you know, you have to have a specific question. So no general, what's, what do the angels say for me, but have something specific in mind, okay? Um, and so if you don't know Dr. Beth Ann, she is deeply passionate about inspiring authentic change in others. She is a licensed psychologist, intuitive healer, and award-winning author. And she blends the worlds of psychology, spirituality, mysticism, and universal wisdom to offer dynamic teaching on personal transformation. She empowers energetically sensitive souls, like all of us, to access and shine with their full potential. And she's the author of the award-winning brief book, Lamentations of the Sea and its sequels, as well as several books of poetry and a children's book. A creative at heart, she is continually inspired by nature, color, dance, music, and all things mystical. And her life underwent profound change when she lost her brother in 2016, which became the catalyst for leaving her longtime home of Alaska and moving to the island of Kauai. Kauai. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Kauai. Oh, Kauai. <laughs> Kawaii, um, to live more intuitively, spiritually, and creatively. So I'm so glad that she's here with us today. And it's, like I said, it's going to be a light-filled, love-filled, empowering conversation with the angels and Beth Ann and her, her, and her team. So um, please join me in welcoming Dr. Beth Ann to our show for the first time. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I love seeing the shining faces that are popping up um, and the names. So thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. So um, Angela is asking really quickly, can we ask our questions in the chat or do you need to be, or do they need to be live? No, the chat's fine with me. Um, chat is fine. So you can either raise your hand or you can write your question in the chat. Okay. So we are going to yeah. be hearing roosters on the call. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am up in the jungles of Kauai. So I always orient anybody who is on a Zoom with me that you'll hear some roosters, you'll hear some bird sounds, and it's just part of the charm of living up here. <laughs> It's life. It's all good. It's life. Um, yep. So, Bethann, since this is the first time that you're on our show, can you just please share a little bit about your journey? I mean, we briefly talked about it, but a little bit about your journey and how you became to do the work that you're doing with all of us right um, now. Absolutely. Um, well, I was, as, as it, you said in my bio, I was a, um, still am a licensed psychologist, but back prior to 2016, 2017, I was running a private practice in Alaska. And I was already on my intuitive journey. You know, I'd been noticing in recent years an opening up of my spiritual connection and opening up of some of my intuitive gifts. Um, I'd started writing and really craving more creativity and authenticity in my life. And in 2016, um, my world was really rocked and I lost my brother Brent um, 
and it happened very suddenly. He um, died of a blood clot. Um, and so it was a, an instantaneous thing. And I always say that was instantaneous and my world instantaneously changed. Um, you know, loss will do that to you. And especially a, a core family member or somebody who was part of your inner nucleus. And a few things happened as I went through my grief journey. Um, one of them was really allowing myself to undertake a grief journey and not trying to shortcut it or bypass it or pretend it was anything other than what it was. Um, you know, and I really learned at that point in my work as a psychologist that either you heal the wound in the moment to the best of your ability. And so you could feel it and heal it and move through it. Or sometimes we can't heal it in the moment. And so we're going to have to come back to it later on because we need to function or something. And so it's going to be waiting for us. Um, or you don't heal it and you, um, you know, project that and hurt people. And I was like, I, I just have to go through this. Um, and part of what came through that time in my life was an opening of um, sensing my brother, you know, really vividly hearing his presence, starting to receive very strong signs and messages from him that he was still here. He was still supporting my family, supporting our journeys. And the other piece that came from that time was really um, kind of coming face to face with my own life and asking myself, am I living the life that um, I, I want to be living? And is this the truth of my heart? And um, the truth was no. <laughs> you know, you've done this thing for a long time, but there's expansion and growth for you. So from that emerged this plan to move to the island of Kauai that my family has connection to. My parents are over her here full time now um, and they were coming over part-time at the time and we had a lot of family memories there and I knew it was a really spiritual place. And I really wanted to develop my spiritual practices and do more creative and intuitive work. Um, and so I just found what was needed to manifest that change, which initially felt impossible. And the more I allowed for the possibility of why is it impossible? Like, why can't you pack up at midlife and move to an island and say, I'm going to reinvent myself? Um, you know, the steps began to line up. So I got over here about four years ago. And in that time, I've just been doing exactly what I set out to do, living more intuitively, spiritually, and creatively. And I will tell anybody listening that um, I, when I set that intention for myself. I didn't know what I was signing up for. Um, you know, I didn't really realize that I was going to experience those things um, in the ways that I did. I thought the journey would look different than what it was. Um, but in that process, my intuitive gifts opened up a lot more and I began to work with the angels. I was already working with the Akashic records and I really began to follow the stream in my heart that said, I want to teach people how to get into their hearts more, how to find their heart wisdom, what it actually means to live intuitively and how that might be a little bit different than how we think about intuition. Um, and I wanted to find joy while I was doing it. And so that kind of catches me up to the present moment um, and where I'm at right now in my personal journey and my, I guess my creative service journey. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love it. And I'm so glad that you are sharing your journey with us, your, your wisdom with us, your, your intuitive energies and your creativity, because that, that is what we are all wanting to do, right? Live more intuitively, live from the heart, live from a place of joy and create our, create, create our lives, right? Being a creative really means creating our lives day by day, step by step, right? And, Absolutely. Um, and it's, you know, <laughs> sometimes we all wish we could just pack up and go away to an island you know I mean I packed up and came 
to Austria. It's not really an island, but you know, it's like, but, um, but yeah, you know, sometimes that is what's required, right? And there's lessons in everything, right? There's lessons and teachings and wisdom in everything if we're willing to receive it. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There was major lessons for me in grief and hardship and challenge um, that really opened me up to more joy and light in my life. So I always say it's not so much what happens, but what we choose to do with it and how we alchemize the ingredients that life has given us to um, continue to support our transformation and to continue to really sort of shake off the false self and our inauthentic self and, um, you know, move deeper into a truer self who's more connected to love and connected to creativity and um, connected to our spiritual energy, our mm -hmm. soul energy. Absolutely. And you know, my community knows this really well, you know, what I've been going through since November, you know, and it, it is luckily for me, you know, I didn't lose my husband, but it was still, you know, my whole life is become different it changed in that moment as soon as he went to the hospital and he was like unresponsive and blah 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 it's like in that moment my whole life changed and you know it's been a journey right and so he is getting better and you know all that wonderful stuff and he will be fine eventually and so on but my whole life has changed right wow. his whole life has changed and just just allowing for that and being in the flow of that it's not always easy <laughs> right but it it, it has, it's been a blessing you know and that's how I like to see it and that's what the, the awarenesses that I received for myself was this was such a blessing and such a gift and such an awakening for myself and for him you know that that's what I like to focus on right as yeah. as, as we're moving forward yes and um luckily for me you know I, I continued doing these shows part, partly because it was a healing process for me and keeping me sane <laughs> Right. And, and also to continue to be of service to my community. You know, I, 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 I couldn't let them down in that way, but I also need it for myself too. My community is also my family. And so what a gift and blessing they have been to me. And I've been so supportive. I'm just so grateful. Yeah, um, yeah. It's an energetic anchor, isn't it? That allows you to find a little bit of an anchor and a safe place in the middle of change. Um, right. And that's really when we're talking about how do we embrace uncertainty? You know, how do we embrace not knowing? How do we move through challenge with more ease and grace? I think it's a combination of surrendering to the process mm -hmm. and saying, I don't know how it's going to look. I can't control the outcome on this. And just giving ourselves permission not to know while finding those comfort rituals and, you know, spiritual anchors and the things we need to um, come back into ourselves. Oh, absolutely. It's been a lot of surrender and a lot of trust, you know, and, and yes. that, <laughs> that has been the biggest gift for me is the trust and the surrender. I've always fought surrender and I've always had an issue with trust, but now it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, got it. You know, so thank you. Lesson learned. Got the wisdom. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> surrender and trust is easy for any of us we all know that we're supposed to do it but i feel like i feel like we surrender and trust up until we like run into a limit of ourselves and say oh no i can't trust that or i can't surrender to that that's too much um you know and that's really where we're invited to say well can you surrender just a little bit more can you trust just a little bit more you know yeah. can you um allow yourself to be just energetically supported by spirit um, in, in bigger ways than you would have even imagined you were capable of. 
Absolutely. So yeah, so much wisdom, right? So much wisdom. So um, so that's our little story, everybody. Um, so yeah, Linda, sorry. Um, he should be home March 11th, hopefully sooner. We'll see, you know, he's getting better and better all the time. So, you know, I just go day by day, <laughs> day by day, but I'm hoping March 11th, by, by March 11th. Um, so yeah, that's good. Um, all right, so let's talk about intuition, right? And so I know that a lot of the people on this call on the show who are watching now, listening now or later are very intuitive, right? We're really tapped in, right? And I know that our intuition is expanding more and more. And that also is a lot about trust, trusting ourselves and be willing to go with the flow, but it's also about asking questions. So what can you share about, about that? So what's really fun about intuition at this time is that it is expanding. And when I, um, before I, prepared the, I guess the, what I wanted to talk about today, you know, I asked the angels for a message and that's coming in when we do the meditation. Um, and I also went into the Akashic records to look at the topic of intuition in the year 2021 and beyond. Um, and there's just some really beautiful guidance that's angelically and um, through the Akasha come through for us that not only is it expanding, but whatever, however we used to think about like the old bar, like, well, I'm as intuitive as this, but I can't quite get to this next level that we are going going to feel equipped to like get over that level. And the way that it came through um, imagery wise was that if each of us was a pole vaulter and for whatever reason, this was our record and we just could not break that, you know, however high it was that we are going to find what we need to kind of hop over and take it even higher. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I know. I was, I was <laughs> like, I love that image. Yeah. Um, you know, and part of how we're, part of how we're being encouraged to do this is to think about the ways that our intuitive self is already showing up in our lives um, in a less categorical manner. So many of us think about the intuitive self and our intuition in terms of, well, I'm intuitive when I feel like I'm receiving a message from spirit or when I'm doing my spiritual practice or when I'm really in flow or doing yoga or something like that. Um, and we're being encouraged to think about what ways are you accessing your intuition in the day-to-day -day that you might not even be aware of. What are your natural gifts and abilities where you just sort of effortlessly know how to do something and it comes easy for you? And um, like cooking or being good with numbers or things that we might think of as like talents or gifts. Um, you know, they brought this through in the Akasha, somebody who just sort of intuitively cooks and says, I'm going to add this and I'm going to add this. Oh, and what happens if I stir it just a little bit longer and they produce something really beautiful? So we're really being encouraged to look at, to think out of the box mm -hmm. and to, instead of categorizing intuition as just one thing, seeing all the ways that we are already in flow, that we're already intuitive, that we already effortly or almost effortlessly just know how to do something, you know, and it comes easy for us or we have a knack for it. You know, those are the talents and gifts and abilities that are really connected to our intuitive self. And there are these sort of hidden ways that our intuition is actually coming through in our day-to-day -day life. And many of us are not recognizing it um, because we have a preconceived notion of what intuition looks like. So my encouragement is for since everybody, you know, so many of you really are tapped in is to try and expand it and to really think about what are sort of day-to-day -day things that I just do without thinking about them, not so much on autopilot, pilot, you just have a knack for it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, can you see that that also is part of the intuitive self? Um, 
you know, and asking yourself that question, what are those things? Um, that's the, that's the place that um, the angels are really encouraging us to sort of lose the categories and labels and um, grow our perspective around how we see our intuition. So it's really about recognizing that we are intuitive beings in every moment of our lives, you know, yes. not just when yes. we're doing healing work or reading work or Akashic work or like whatever, but in every moment we are intuitive. So it's not really a gift, you know, it's just who we are. Because sometimes yes. when people say it's a gift, only special people have gifts, blah, 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 which is not true, but it's recognizing that it is, it's common and common yes. meaning it's, a, it's accessible and available to all of us all the time. So I just want to share a cute little, little, example so um i just found out that friday i'm going to be able to get my driver's license yay it's like a long story but yay so congratulations uh, it's yeah it's complicated and everything but so i could i have to go to vienna and all that wonderful stuff so i you know automatically it's like oh so i can just drive the car to the train station take the tra train come back and drive back and it's like but i got the intuitive hits like no take you know get your neighbor to drive you because you don't want to chance it you know on the last day when you finally get your driver's license you don't want to take that risk of suddenly the police stopping you this one the one time you know so it was just like this little niggle you know and i and you know i could just push it aside but for me it's like i'm going to trust that you know it's like if i'm getting that little niggle that little tap you know that little whisper i'm going to honor that and and, and acknowledge it and say okay fine cool so i will I'm not going to drive to the train station. I will get my neighbor to drive me. And then after that, I'll have my license and then it's all good. Right. So normally, you know, we, you know, we, that, that thought might come in and we're like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. But I've learned over the years that when I have these little thoughts, these little things that come into my head to trust it, there's something yes. there. It's a message. Yes. There's a self-trust piece um, that when we have those flashes of insight, oh, it's such a block for so many of us as we question it and wonder, you know, is that just my mind or, you know, am I just thinking too much? But, um, you know, when we can trust, like, as you said, the niggle, <laughs> trust yeah. what's there. Yeah. It allows us to, um, to acknowledge our intuitive self and it allows us to develop a relationship with it. Um, and when you talk about, I think you earlier, when you first asked the question, you said a lot of us are already intuitive, but you're always telling people you know, ask the question, you know, if you want the growth, um, you know, I think the question is less about a specific question and more about just asking the question of ourselves of like, what does my intuitive self want me to know? How can I bring my intuitive self out even more in the day to day? How can I expand and see myself as an intuitive being? It's really developing that awareness around, as you said, how your intuitive self is just part of everything that you do right. and is always accessible to you, you know? And if you think about it, that's such a different way of thinking about it. That's a paradigm shift yeah. and it really, yeah, it opens things up um, in our mindset with how we see it. And so it becomes part of who we are and less of something that we just do when we're in flow. Exactly. So it's, it's about, you know, instead of putting our intuitive gifts in a box that I only take out when I'm doing readings or when I'm doing healing or when I'm working with, you know, clients. No, it's available to me all the time. So the box, the barriers, those walls are being displaced and pushed away. And it's like, ah, here I am, you know? Yes, available <laughs> all the time. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I like, that. I like that. So now all of you can no longer say, I'm not intuitive. Yes, you are. 
<laughs> and what does your intuitive self want you to know today? Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, and it is a paradigm shift and it's a different way of looking at our lives and looking at who we are, right? Um, Very much so. Yeah. And I think there's a misconception sometimes around that when we're tapped into our intuition all the time, that somehow we're magically in flow and, you know, and we're in sort of in this magical space of knowing where we just know the next step. Um, and I've, I've just not found that that's true, no matter how intuitive you are and no matter how much you have a divine hookup where you're getting messages. You know, as I said earlier, we're here to experience the full realm of what it is to be a soulful being in this human body on this journey. Mm -hmm. um, and so part of making space for our intuitive self and understanding flow and being in flow with our intuitive self is um, knowing that there's going to be times that we don't know. There's going to be times that we experience emotions of fear or anger or grief or something happens and bringing our intuition into those experiences instead of thinking about them as something that we need to set aside to be intuitive. You know, we have to learn to work with ourselves differently and um, become more whole in our experience of self. That's really what being in flow is about. It's just making space for the wholeness of our being and realizing that it's it's all spiritual, it's all intuitive. There's just some experiences that feel more elevating and better for us than others. Yeah, absolutely. This is about living holistically and holistically means living as our whole being you know, with all of our capacities and abilities. Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of times, and I've said this so many, so many times, and I, and I talk to my clients about this as well all the time, but how can we <laughs> stay more in our hearts so that, you know, we have more flow so that we live with intention and purpose and have more magic available. Uh, magic is always available to us, but how can we access that magic when we're, you know, I think a lot of people are in their heads a lot, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, how can we stay in our hearts? We really have to learn how to tune into the frequency of love. Um, and when I say tune in, I, I'm always picture us like if, if we have a radio station or each of us sort of is a radio station or, or I guess a radio dial with the ability to tune into different things, mm -hmm. you know, um, we can think about what am I tuned into right now? Am I tuned into my mental chatter? You know, did I just read a whole bunch of stuff on the news and now I'm sort of tuned into mass consciousness? You know, um, you know, am I tuned into love? Am I tuned into my feelings? You know, we can really ask ourselves that question and how how do we get into our hearts? We tune into love. Um, and the way that I do this, it's really simple. You know, it's not a complex practice. Like I will put my hand on my heart and we will be doing that in the meditation today. Um, and I will think about like what feels loving to me. And this is an energy an energetic practice that I worked with to teach my body how to tune into love more easily, where I would picture um, something that felt loving to me. And what I would often picture for me, um, and when I say loving, it needs to be something that there can't be like a sad or bad emotional attachment to like you want to drop into the energy of sort of unconditional love like that you might have with a, a baby a newborn or a puppy or something that's really pristine and pure so I always pictured um, an old dog who since passed but I had this beautiful memory of us sitting in a rose garden on a perfect sunny day back when I lived in Alaska and to me that represents love you know, being in nature, being with each other, such a beautiful companion. Um, and I would focus on that. Notice how your body feels. Notice what it feels like to be tuned into that essence. 
And when you do that, you're actually teaching your body, you're teaching your neural networks in your mind, you're teaching the cellular memory in your body. This is what love feels like. This is how it feels when I'm in my heart. Um, and so that's a practice I'll use to get in my heart is to put my hand on my heart and to start to tune into love. Um, and when we do that, that's when we can really ask our heart, what do you want me to know right now? What guidance do you want me to have? So yeah. it's an awareness between, again, what station are you tuned into and can you mindfully change the dial? Um, or at least if you know that you're too much in your head, telling yourself, I don't have time to change the dial right now, but I know I need to go sit down later and get into my, whether it's my meditative or spiritual or journaling practice, I need to carve out time to change it. Yeah, absolutely. So we can change the dial. We really can. And it can be as simple as just putting your hand on your heart and thinking about something loving, feeling that love within yourself. Absolutely. For me, it was always, um, I always used to use this, this uh, moment of when Robert and I uh, were in New York City and in um, Central Park, we were sitting on this park bench. It was just before we were supposed to leave and it was just so peaceful and we were just so content and we were just sitting there, the sun is streaming on our faces and it's like, you know, it's like there was nothing else that we wanted or needed, you know, it was like absolute perfect moment, you know. And that, that moment always lifted me up and always filled my heart with more love and peace, you know, and contentment. And, you know, I, I still love it and we haven't been back, but it's like, I still love that moment, you know, and that it's like, we don't need very much, but if, when we're together, that's all we need, you know? So that's, this is why him being apart from me for so long is like, ah, not, not fun. Um, so now let's talk about <laughs> clarity, <laughs> clarity in uncertainty. This is like, we've all been feeling this last year, this year, you know, this uncertainty in, you know, with our family and friends, our loved ones with, uh, you know, globally with elections, with, you know, like what, everything that's happening, there's been so much uncertainty. So let's talk a little bit about that as well. So how can we find clarity in that? I love to find clarity and uncertainty. Um, and I know that sounds a little bit paradoxical, but I really feel that it's very powerful to give ourselves permission to say, wow, I'm not clear right now. And I don't think I can be clear on this. You know, some of these things that you are, are talking about are such big global issues, political issues, um, even family system issues that affect like so many more people than just us. And so I think we have to give ourselves permission to not try and manage it. I think we have to give ourselves permission to um, know that we are moving into uncertain times. And part of how we find clarity in that is being able to say, well, I'm clear that I don't know. <laughs> you know, I love to say, you know, the only thing I'm clear on right now is that I'm totally confused about this. And I'm just going to have to go through the process of sorting out my emotions. We can always find clarity with something. And I think too often we put pressure on ourselves to sort it, to kind of skip over the process of um, feeling the human emotion. Um, you know, being part of planet Earth and experiencing, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen with this along with everybody else? You know, we are subject to those emotions just because we might be plugged in a little bit more to our spiritual connection does not skip over that. 
Um, and so I think that idea of sort of letting ourselves off the hook a little bit right. and making some space for uncertainty and um, getting really clear with ourselves that that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It doesn't mean that you are choosing fear over faith. It doesn't mean you are tapping into lower vibrational frequencies and you're not in your spiritual knowledge. You know, we have a lot of judgment attached to those things. Um, and so I, I feel like when we make space for it and say, oh, hello, aspect of self, you know, who doesn't know and who's freaking out, here you are. That just allows us to um, give ourselves permission to feel it and say, well, um, this isn't exactly where I want to be creating my life from. It doesn't feel good to be in this place. So how can I constructively work with this mm -hmm. and, you know, bring myself back into my heart, bring myself back into my spiritual connection? Um, we have to make friends with it. And, you know, when we do that, um, that to me feels clear, you know, yep. and yep. And it's just so liberating. Yeah, it yeah, really it is about acknowledging it, you know, and and then as, as soon as you acknowledge it, it's like the charge starts to lessen, right? The charge is not as much anymore. It starts to lessen. And then that in itself will start to give you more clarity. But it's OK to not have clarity for a little while. <laughs> you know, it's like it is OK to be in that state of uncertainty as long as you don't, you know, for me, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on, but then, you know, it's like, all right, I'm not going to try and figure it out because I can't. So it's like, all right, I'm going to come back to my heart space and I'm going to just trust. I'm going to come back to my heart space and I'm going to trust that, you know what, everything is going to work out. The universe has my back. My guides and spirit is with me. I'm supported by so many like physical beings of light as well as, you know, in, in the angelic realms and so on. So it's like, you know what, somehow it'll all work out as long as I, you know, take myself out of the trauma and drama, <laughs> you know, and all that stuff, it starts to dissipate and you start to feel more calm. And that's when you start to get the clarity, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a, I feel like there's a really big psychological piece here that sometimes we don't think about that. You know, I, I like to think of our brain as having a neural network. That's like a roadmap. We have well-rehearsed thoughts, you know, we're used mm -hmm. to things being a certain way. And when those patterns get interrupted, it's an interruption in consciousness. You know, it's an interruption in our day to day and our brain doesn't love that. Our brain doesn't say, great, I get to create new ways of being and thinking like that. That's the good juicy stuff that kind of comes from going through the process. You know, our brain kind of freaks out because it's yeah. seeking to organize information. And so when we're trying to organize something that's just unorganizable, you know, because we haven't been through it, we haven't had the experience or we don't know. Um, you know, it's just, it's, our brain's just doing what it knows to do. So I love what you said about coming back into that heart space because your heart's the part of you that will always be like, you're still okay. You can still trust you are still supported and there's nothing happening right now that um, isn't divinely guided and meant to happen. Put and breathe. That was a big thing yeah. too. And breathe. breathe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can really be this simple, right? As breathing, as acknowledging. Yeah. I'm, I'm uncomfortable in this moment. This is not fun. I'm not liking this acknowledge it say it and then and but don't stay there forever and then it's like all right so what else is possible here let me go back to my heart space let me breathe let me expand out let me ground let me connect to the earth and breathe and then you'll start to it'll get better more ease 
All right, so I know that we're taking some live caller questions and people are waiting anxiously. I can, I can hear them in my head saying, <laughs> I wanna ask a question, I wanna ask a question. So we are going to be taking live caller questions, mini readings, but of course, as you know, you have to have a specific question, no general readings, no, can you please read what's in my field? Can you clear all my blocks? Can you see what my block is to blah, blah, blah? Nope, something specific, okay? Because I don't like those questions and it's not fair to the person that you're asking, okay? So be specific, at least have a category, <laughs> right? There's a, there's a reason why you raised your hand. There's a reason why you might want to write your question in the chat. So focus on that question, right? From your heart space the best you can, all right. Are you ready for some questions? Beth yeah, Anne? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me, I'm like, let me get my hand on my heart. That's how <laughs> I feel and intuit these things. So awesome. All right, Caroline, you want to unmute yourself? I am unmuted. Awesome. Hi, Caroline. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to Thank meet you, you being as well. Here. Yes. You're so welcome. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Okay. I can think of Anxiety. two questions at least, but go ahead. I love you too. I'm not going to ask those, Lara. Okay. Um, hmm. Anxiety. Um, right now, I'm not going to talk about all the years before. I'm, um, the anxiety that I'm feeling now. So throughout the call, of course, my intuition, throughout listening and all that, says, okay, so I'm an empath, I'm feeling the anxiety of the world, I, I feel across the planet sometimes and beyond. Okay, so if that's the anxiety, okay, so uh, I just keep, I feel like I'm a dog running after my own tail. <laughs> I've done it emotionally, I've done it while crying, I've done it throughout my whole life. I don't feel like I'm going anywhere, no matter what. It's just, I, I get a little bit better, but then I'm right back in the circle. I elevate, I go down, anxiety, non-weight loss, menopause. Oh, I come back to bliss. And, and if that's what life's all about, that voice says, what's the point? And thinks of ways to end it. So it's just some support for that. Um, so let me, I'm gonna close my eyes. This is how I tune in. And let me see what comes through with, um, with that. I can feel the dog chasing its own tail. Um, so, so, so powerfully, right? And like the thought spinning, spinning, spinning in your mind. And it's really hard to bring yourself back to a space of peace and a space of calm. Um, you know, and somebody was already saying like, slow down, like as you were talking and I was feeling that dog imagery, but let me ask a specific question for you about what do Caroline's angels want her to know about being stuck in, I'm gonna call it this loop. It sounds like what you're in, just stuck in this loop. Um, and how can she break the cycle um, to find breakthrough into the next level in her life? <sighs> Let's see. So, part of what's coming through and you can um, help me clean this up if you want, but um, I, I, what I'm feeling for you is that you need more ways to um, express yourself and express your voice in your life. And I don't know if you're doing journaling. I don't know if you're doing writing, but that was the first thing that came through for you with self-expression. And I saw you, whether it's art or journaling, or even just like recording yourself and making an audio and being like, like talking. Um, I'm seeing like, there's, it's like you have too much going on in your mind, too much that you're 
you're feeling for the world, too much that's always coming through. And it's really hard for you to energetically release it. And so that's part of what's happening here is that you're just like in this sort of constant frenetic energy because you are feeling so much. And so your angels are encouraging you to, um, to develop um, ways of expressing yourself and getting it like out of here and out of here, like you have to get it out of your field and you have to put it onto something neutral. Um, and it feels like when you do that, that's when you can drop into more of your observer self and you can look at it and you can say, okay, you know, how much of this is me, how much of this is, is something else. Um, but there's a self-expression piece here that I feel like you're not as tapped fully into um, as you as you possibly could. I um, mean, it, it, and it's coming from a place of like, you have to get it out of yourself. Um, empathically, you feel everything. You are, are walking around like a big giant sponge <laughs> and you are kind of absorbing it all. And so I feel like there's a little bit of guidance there for you on how to ground or how to shift out of that. Um, it is okay for you to take control of your gift and to, um, to sort of tell your own energy, tell your guides um, and speak it out loud and say, that's enough. I cannot empathically process anymore today. I need to close my gate now. I need to close myself down. Um, it, it's almost like there's like, you're so open and it's really beautiful because you've got such a beautiful heart, but it's, it's open to the extent that like, it's like your heart is just like in all these directions at once. And there's this sense of like, close the gate. It is okay for you to close the gate. Everything you just said, I do and I've done. And I do that two or three times a day. And I run the sunlight through my horror line. I have so many rituals that I do on a daily basis. And then again, maybe I just have, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's, there's a, a real stuck piece there, isn't it? Um, how are, what do you do to help others? Like what's your, are, are you a healer for others? Or um, how are you, um, are you doing anything with your self-expression? So when you said record, yesterday mm -hmm. I spent about two hours erasing some of the voice things that I record because I record everything and that I find that helps me because my voice Good. is my gift. Good. So I have turned away a lot of clients this year because I, I, I said to God that I'm not using my gifts, not after a full day's work at this full-time job that I'm grateful for. Ah, 33 years in and um, after after work is is when I do I do animal communication I do empath I'm a shaman I I have so many gifts it's incredible I tone and light language all of that so yes I, I sing I've, I've I have three songs that I've written there's so much in my life that is wow and then at the same time in that wow is this this unraveling that will not stop no matter what the rituals that I do and this this place of what's the the sense and why do I always want to die so. yeah let me tune into that a little bit more for you and see if we can get something even more clear uh, let's see why does she keep coming back to that have you done um I'm, I'm assuming that this is a yes because you've done so much work but um, have you done like the ancestral clearing stuff, the past life clearing stuff, the karmic clearing stuff? 
Um, have you, those, I'm guessing that's a yes for you, um, but I'm feeling a little bit of, a little bit of, um, a little bit of stuck energy there or something more that it feels like that you could tap into. Like, it just feels like you're carrying a wound that is um, beyond, beyond where you're at in life right now. It's beyond who you are. Like there's something there that I'm feeling for you that is um, a, a little bit of an energetic block, actually not a little bit, that has been an energetic block. Um, the other piece that I'm feeling that might be helpful for you is to, um, whatever all you've been through in life, think about if there's any part of yourself, if there was a time like when that first I want to die or I can't be here started to come up for you. Um, I, the other piece I'm seeing is doing a little bit of work with um, that part of yourself who feels younger than where you're at now. Like it feels like when that became a ingrained way of thinking or an ingrained way of saying, I want out, this is too much. That feels like a, a younger self wound that you might be able to do some healing work around. Um, does that resonate at all? Yes, my beautiful. I, I, I've done the work. I've been on, on this tele-summit for 15 years. I've bought about $10,000 worth of packages, sessions. I've done the work. I've done the shamanic, the past life regressions. And you're still stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And still the, have you done the, have you done the parts work just within yourself without any of the other spiritual piece, just the, what part of me like that? What part of me, how old does it feel? What part of me? Um, okay. I teach that. Yeah. 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 Let me see. Have you done EMDR? Is that, um, what, what does that stand for? Um, eye movement desensitization reprocessing? I don't think so, no. Yeah, that would be um, a, a, a licensed therapist. Um, there's, so it's a, it's a treatment modality that is really good for helping people who have trauma, um, who can't even identify, like just some sort of trauma stuck in the body that they can't get rid of no matter what they're doing. Is that, um, um, is that Dolores Canyon? Um, no, that is um, Francis Shapiro, a psychologist, is the one who developed that and started doing the work in the 70s and 80s. Um, and it's a really beautiful modality that um, I found a lot of success with when I was um, in private practice with working with clients who really were feeling stuck and saying, I'm doing every single thing, nothing else is helping. Um, there's a, I just get that there's a psychological piece or there's something here for you that maybe the, the spiritual ways of doing it like hasn't quite reached that actually like might help your, your mind shift. Um, it's something to think about or to, or to, to look into. I will. Thank you for your time. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, Alara. Sorry, I was muted. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Letty. You want to unmute yourself, Letty? Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi. Hi, Letty. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to be speaking to you. Ah, I'm happy to be speaking to you. Thank you. Okay, so my question is, okay, I, I have been tapping into my intuitive side since like everything with the pandemic started up last year. 
I, it just felt like a calling to just start getting more into my, cause I've always had like that intuitive side of me where I would, I'll get like visions or just like messages coming through. I hear like whispers in my ear. So, so I've always dealt with that, but I never like really got into it until last year. Like it just felt like a, a strong calling to just get into it. So um, since I started it, I just want to know, am I doing everything in my ability to reach my highest potential? Or is there something or a specific area that I should be working on or focusing on more? Okay, okay. So let me ask, is there, um, let me feel into that a little bit for you. If you're doing everything you can to, oh yeah, sorry. They were like, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 you are. Let me, so let me, I, I'll ask the second part of the question. Is there anything more, um, anything more that you can be doing? Um, it's not, it's not about doing more. It's about doing, um, doing what, like, so doing what you're already doing, but what I'm feeling from you with your angels is whatever's bringing you the most joy, do that. So whatever it is that you're using to tap into, um, you know, and whatever your practices are, the ones that really light your heart up are the ones that you are going to organically unfold and open up the most, um, you're going to open up the most intuitively to them because they're the ones that come most easily for you. Um, you know, you are, are, it's a calling that you're in right now is expanding your intuition and I can feel it. It feels delightful and it feels really joyful and it feels really fun. There's a little bit of a sense of experimentation that, um, like it's okay not to know exactly what lights you up. And it's okay to say, well, gosh, if I try this practice, how will I feel? And how will I resonate with that? And if I do this thing over here, like, how does that feel to me? And if I sit down and I say, I'm going to grab some color pencils and intuitively create a piece of art, you know, there's a sense of experimentation and play that they're encouraging you to have. And then just an observation of like, what for you is really lighting your heart up? What are you saying? Wow, that was awesome. And I want even more of that. Um, and the more you pay attention to that, the more you're going to have growth in those areas. And I'm seeing this beautiful image of a flower, like gradually expanding, you know, it's almost like you're going to blossom and, um, not even notice that you've blossomed. They said, give yourself credit for like the degrees and the increments and the shades that you've already opened up into. Um, and if you can look back at where you started and where you're at now, you'll really see that you've had quite a bit of intuitive expansion already. Um, but it sounds like you're doing really beautifully on the journey and you're already doing all that you need to do to reach your highest potential. And the biggest guidance I'm getting is just experiment, have fun, be curious and move to what brings you joy. Those are the ones that you're really going to find um, that you open up with. Okay. Wow. That sounds amazing. It was just giving me goosebumps as you're talking to me. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for that. You're so, so welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, Letty. Thank you. Um, all right. We're going to go to Phyllis. Phyllis, you want to unmute yourself? Awesome. Hi. Hi, Hi Phyllis. Hi. Um, uh, uh, my um, 94 year old dad is living with me and um, he's been with me for seven months and part of our family is fractured but something happened this weekend where he has decided to move out and um, I would like to know he can't move for like three weeks to move in with my sister but I would like to um, 
find out something to sort of repair things because I feel like, I mean, we're being polite and sort of superficial with each other, but uh, I don't know what to do to make him feel more comfortable before he leaves and sort of to unbreak my heart. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Can you see what guidance the angels have for you with <sighs> you and your father? Yeah. He's really, he's hardened right now, isn't he? Like I, I can feel it. You are soft and wanting to open and I can feel whatever's happened that he has, um, like he, he has a lot of armor up and he has a lot of, um, like his heart chakra and even his back right now feels, it just feels very hard to me. And I can feel that energetically that that is what's going on with him. So let me ask the piece of, is there anything that she can do to, um, to help him be more comfortable? So what I'm feeling for you is, um, let me, I'm going to start with him and give you the guidance for him. And then we'll ask about what you can do for your own process. But what I'm feeling for you is it's less about um, having to do anything with him in particular. Like it feels right now, if you try to like sit down and talk with him and be like, dad, I don't want things to be like this. Um, I, I, that hardness might prevent him from like really receiving and really hearing you. But what I'm seeing you do, like just in your own energy and prayer work is just just really, um, you know, just praying for him and asking, like, help his heart be opened, help make these last, um, the, you know, these last three weeks as comfortable as possible. Angels, please bring as much grace and mercy um, that's available to us. You know, please just anchor and buffer the household. Like I'm seeing you almost do it behind the scenes where it's not quite as direct because it feels like there's been like quite a bit of confrontation with whatever's what like whatever's happened in the family system you know it feels like things have been a little bit con, 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 confrontive <laughs> um, and so there's a sense of if you can just go in a side door that's really going to support the energy and it's going to help soften things so that comes through for him um, let me see what they have about you what can Phyllis do to to um, unbreak her heart you didn't cause this, whatever this is about, like you didn't cause this. And so there is a sense of um, what I'm seeing for you is, is just grief and allowing some of the grief to come through and allowing yourself um, the, just the, I guess, the gift of going through that process. And it feels like um, some of that will, will happen after, after he leaves because you're needing to manage yourself and you're needing to, to sort of be in a certain place right now. So you don't really fully have the space to do that. Um, but what I'm hearing from your angels is like that you need to know, like that you haven't done anything wrong. Um, there's a hardness in him, something that's stubborn, something that's sort of meal or bull-like or something like that. And it's just, it just kind of dug its heels in. And so it, it, it's, it makes it really hard for him to be reached, but you haven't, you haven't done anything to contribute to that. Um, let me see if there's anything else for you. And for you specifically, um, really asking, I'm getting Archangel Ariel, because um, she's so such a big part of our heart chakra and Archangel Raphael and calling on them and just using them um, as spiritual, um, you know, sort of presences to say, help me find healing for my heart. Help me find what I need to unbreak my heart and to have it come back into wholeness. Um, have me find what I need in order to bring peace within my system again. That feels like it will be like really energetically supportive for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, you're so, so welcome. <laughs> Good, thank you, Phyllis. 
Um, all right, we're going to go to Angela had a question in the chat. One second, Angela. No, hold on one second. Yeah, how can I balance the various distractions that interrupt my me time? It seems each time I try to meditate or get to create family or sibling issues come in and I'm constantly doing stuff for others. I'm in limbo. <laughs> okay, let me let me feel into that a little bit for you. Um, I'm gonna tell you the first thing that popped in my head was to ask your angels and say, I need protective me time. <laughs> and I need you in advance to buffer like any family distractions, anything, um, any interruptions. Um, that was the first thing that came through. But let me feel into that a little bit more. Um, how can Angela find better balance in her, <sighs> in her me time? So Part of what's coming through is just sort of this practical piece of wisdom of looking at um, sort of looking at what your day looks like and when you're doing your me time and seeing if there's times that are less likely to be interrupted. Um, it, it, I, I feel where things can be chaotic in the system and that there can be a lot of interruptions coming through. But if there's times of the day that you know are going to be better for you to like have a, a, a meditation practice or to have a spiritual practice, um, those times feel like, um, you know, they're good times for you to say, angels, I need you to go ahead of me in the day. I'm planning on sitting down and meditating or having my journal time at like right around this time tonight. Please clear the pattern please clear the space. So I'm really buffered and I'm really protected. So that was part one of what came through. Part two is interesting. So let me feel into this a little bit more. Um, they said do more with less. So let me, um, part of the demands of what is going on in your life does feel um, just busy. I, I can feel that you're, you're kind of pulled at in a lot of directions. Um, and so a little bit of what's coming through is um, it feels like this feels like it could be fun for you. How can you develop like a five minute practice um, that you can tap into that helps you to say like, I'm going to take five minutes of me time. Um, and whether it's just being in your heart and breathing, whether it is, um, making a short list and saying, here's five things I'm grateful for today or five feelings I've had today. Um, it, it, that feels like it could be fun, like experiment with it a little bit. But um, if you can think about your me time a little bit differently, that there's going to be two different versions of this. One is the longer stuff that allows you to really go deep and to expand more. But the other is just having mindful moments throughout the day that qualifies me time that help you to say, okay, I had my five minutes and oh no here's a kid you know or here's a here's something I need to attend to it feels like that's going to be really helpful for your process and help you kind of restructure how you think about that awesome. thank you Angela that's a great question I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that and set boundaries Angela yes set boundaries your kids are not yes. you know young right so they're capable of listening to you right so they're not little kids so set boundaries I know it's hard for you, but try. <laughs> um, no, no, no is a holy, holy word. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, say later. Don't even say no. You can say, you know what? Later. So I know, play with it. But yeah, you know, this is about honoring you. You know, like you're, you're worth five minutes. You're worth 10 minutes. You know, so that me time for you you know, is important for you. So love yourself enough to, to, uh, to take that time for yourself and tell them that, hey, you know what? 
Oh, yeah. with your siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it's like, you're all adults. If they don't like it, they can lump it. And I don't know if that's a phrase or not, but you know what I mean, right? I like it. <laughs> they don't have to like it. But if you say, I'm taking five minutes for me right now, go away, everybody. They might hate you for a few minutes, but they'll get over it. Okay. But start to put yourself first, right? You're, you're a special person and you know, I love you and but put yourself first. Okay. Thank you, Linda. I see that. I see your mm -hmm. message. Thanks for coming, Linda. Um, VE. Uh, VE says when I try to make yearly goals or year end goals or goals, we'll just say goals. My goals. Yeah. <laughs> I am my, yeah. I seem to self-sabotage. Why can't I just snag what I need without going through the disappointment that has, that leads to hopelessness. Okay. Hmm. Let, me, let me feel into that a little bit. Seem to self-sabotage. Okay. Okay. So let me see. What can your angel say about help us understand what's with the self-sabotage and how VE can um, free themselves from that. So there's I definitely feel like an old stuck pattern there. Um that 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 you're again sort of looping through i'm feeling that for you so let me feel into this a little bit more um it's an old stuck pattern that is connected to um somewhere along the way it feels like fear of success or fear of um like there's almost this energy around it that there was a time in your life where procrastination or um like sabotaging yourself or not reaching for your goals. There was, there was a, a, a fear, something, a fear thing. That was a piece of that. You know, if I really let this happen, or if I really move in this direction, then things will change, or maybe I won't be successful. Um, and so part of what I'm getting for you is to do a little bit of journaling work around looking at your own pattern with self-sabotage. Like when did it begin? When was the first time that you remember self-sabotaging? Like if you make a list of, of kind of when you've seen that cycle in your life and you can take it back to as um as 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 young as possible um you know this feels like young adulthood stuff to me um if you can take it back to when you really can see like the core of when did that start for you um it feels like it would be really helpful for you to ask the question of what was i afraid of then you know why did i sabotage myself how was sabotaging actually helpful for me you know was there a way that sabotaging was um sort of my way of saying, well, I don't like the way that things are, but if I sabotage this, then I don't, it doesn't have to change or whatever that is for you. I feel like there's a, a cycle here that if you can map it out, you're going to identify what the fear is. So that feels like um, an important thing. Um, so to do is so let me ask just a second part. I feel like there's another piece of advice here for you for how you can sort of break out of this cycle of hopelessness. So let's see. I'm, I'm just going to tell you what's coming through and it was an image and I just saw you like it, it's almost like um, that whatever that self sabotage is a, a piece is, is it feels like there's almost like a mental block or there's something there that when you are um, working towards your goals that it, they feel like this giant river that have to be like weighted across and it just feels like it feels like an obstacle, you know, it feels like this big rushing river. Um, and I was seeing you literally like growing yourself up and becoming bigger than the river and being like oh, I can step across this puzzle, or sorry, this puddle, you know, there's a piece there of you working with your own 
like um, how you see yourself and working with that energy of um, not seeing it as an obstacle, but seeing it as something that can be stepped across that um, if you can, can get out of the way of yourself with that and um, see that it's more manageable than you think, that feels like it's going to be really helpful for you. Um, so those were the two things that came through. I hope um, something in there is, is helpful in you kind of chasing it down and finding out what the fear is and how can you allow yourself to, I always call it growing ourselves up to the age that we are now and saying, um, I don't have to stay in this pattern anymore. Um, there's just a little bit of um, when we are able to do that, I think it's what helps us see like, hey, I'm not the, I don't know, 20 year old or the, the I always call it the five-year-old in the playground who was afraid to go down the slide <laughs> adult yeah. now and the slide is fun yeah absolutely so uh VE let us know how that resonates with you yeah. um and, and you know and that's the thing sometimes when I find myself doing silly things like okay how old am I being it's like okay <laughs> am I really like three years old like come on now right but it, it is an old ingrained pattern. And sometimes we don't rec we can't recognize it until we actually take a look at it, stop and say, all right, how old am I being here? It's like, well, what is going on here? What is this, right? And, um, you know, I can usually figure, <laughs> figure it out when I'm having a temper tantrum. I'm like, yep, I'm being like a little kid. Yep, I totally understand it. Yep, you know, yes. it's, all, it, it's fine. So what else can I, how else can I behave now in this moment, you know? But even acknowledging that, yeah, in, in some some moments, I felt like a three-year-old child, you know, it's like, I'm a kid who's throwing a temper tantrum because I'm not getting what I want and I'm scared and I'm afraid and I'm this and I'm that and blah, 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 right? And then it's like, okay, but I'm an adult now, so what else is possible here? <laughs> <laughs> it sort of just opens up the, the playing field. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to talk to yourself, you know? It's like- Yeah, absolutely, you really have, have to, to acknowledge to those, you have to acknowledge those parts of ourselves. Yeah, um, and it's know, okay yeah. to feel, be in fear, it's okay to, feel like oh, I'm not getting anywhere or it's like it's okay to feel frustrated that um, I'm not I'm not you know I'm procrastinating on my goals I'm not doing I, I just realized that she was, was as you were talking about that and it's like oh yeah I was supposed to do something and I didn't do it today I've been off today all day it's just yeah, totally yeah. off you know it's like oh yeah Oh, yeah, it's okay to, <laughs> to acknowledge those aspects of ourself and say, oh, hello, old pattern, you know, our old ingrained way of thinking, like here you are again, you know, um, and again, it's that idea of making space for it to yeah. open us up to say, well, how can I approach this differently? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, Randy, you want to unmute yourself? Randy, there you go. Hello. How's my mic? Good, 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 good. You can hear me? Yeah. Hi, Randy. Hi. Oh. oh, so many ideas I could present in this beautiful <laughs> opportunity here. Yeah. Um, a precognition is the one I'm going to ask for you to consider a, a reading a coach. Um, as I deal with my precognition and nurture it rather than suppress it, it's been rewarding in so many ways, but you know, to apply it to, to a conversation with someone else's mind, it just doesn't fit into that box very well. And yet I, I'm still gleaming in my knowing that, you know, I knew this was going to play out this, or I asked the right question that would have solved this before it happened. Uh, uh, you know, those types of things just happen constantly. Where can you go from there? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. So Randy already has, it sounds like a beautiful gift with precognition. 
<sighs> so where can he go from there? Well, so part of what just came through is, is you're actually doing a really beautiful job in the conversations that you're having of applying that gift. Even if you don't directly tell the person, I've just had a flash for you, you know, and here's what it is. Um, what, I, what I'm seeing you um, doing just so beautifully is you do ask the right question, or you, you might intuitively say, you know, this thought just kind of popped in my mind, or this is what it feels like. You're doing a really beautiful job of presenting that information in a way that is um, gentle and non-threatening when you are working with um, just various people in your life. So your, your angels and guides want you to know that, just that you're, it feels very non-threatening the way that you do it. So whatever your process is for that, um, you know, keep doing that. Um, but let me see, let me see a little bit more. So it feels like you're you're quite good at um, when you're talking to somebody um, at having those flashes of knowing. Um, and what I'm feeling might be fun for you and just fun for your own intuitive growth is to work a little bit with your precognition and um, work with um, this. What I'm let me try and break this down and explain it because it's going to sound so big, but I was going to say work with the world a little bit more. Um, and so I'm seeing you like in your, whether you journal or whether you take notes or just whatever your meditation time is of using that part of yourself to kind of tune in and say like, hello, planet earth, you know, hello, mother earth. Like, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Um, and to see if you can sense and you can have some pre-knowing about like what's, what's happening within you, what might be coming for us. Like it feels like you're great at tuning it into people. You're good at tuning it into your own life. And I feel like there's room here for you since you're asking the question, like, how can I grow this? Where can I go here? Of trying to tune into bigger energies, bigger, um, like it would be really fun for you to tune into the energy of, um, whether it's the energy of spiritual love or um, the energy of almost like pick a topic like the energy of um, the intuitive self, the energy of anything that you're interested in, the energy of creativity. Um, this feels a little bit like what, what I do in the Akashic Records where I will pick a topic and that's what I will go in for and I will say, this is what I'm going in and have some questions around it. And it feels like it would be super fun for you to tune into the energy, to have a few questions that you want to ask um, and to see what your precognition tells you and what flashes of insight that you might have that feels playful. It feels like you are going to discover that your abilities are more expansive than, um, than you might even be aware of. And it feels like it, again, kind of taking that category away of these are the ways I use my gift. It feels like it kind of takes the category off and allows you to experiment with that gift um, within yourself in a really joyful, delightful way. So pick a topic. Um, set the intention that I'm going to use this gift of precognition that I have, um, you know, maybe come up with a few questions that you want to ask, because that's going to be like the most helpful. And it can be like, what's the energy around this? Um, you know, what do I need to know about this at this point in time? They can be simple questions and then see what comes through for you, because that feels like some growth wants to happen there for you. Um, and that you're going to discover, like have a great time doing it and discover some pretty delightful things about your, um, intuitive and cognitive abilities when you're doing it. Yummy. Thank you. That sounds yeah. lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're welcome. How fun. Really, Have fun with it. <laughs> that really served everyone. Um, and this compliments and quantum field generators for both of you. Uh, all the compliments you've been able to accept, ditto. 
Thank you, Randy. I love it. Thank you, Randy. Mm. <laughs> um, so there was a question in the chat from Joy. <laughs> and it's a vague. So, you know, I don't like vague questions, but uh, there's a question in the chat. Uh, I'd love to ask in what direction my guides and angels are guiding me next, especially personally in my inner space and heart. Okay, um, I, I'll ask if I need more clarification, I'll, I'll let you, I'll, I'll ask, but let mm -hmm. me see what I get with that joy. And I see, I, yay, VE, thank you. I see, I see your message. I'm so glad it resonated. All right, let's see. So what direction are um, Joy's angels and guides guiding her to, especially in the space of her inner world and her heart? <sighs> well, <laughs> you're, you're asking this question for a reason. You know, I mean, that much is, is really evident. Um, and it feels like what I'm feeling for you is that there is an opening up of your inner world at this time and an opening up of your heart energy. Um, and there's, I feel like there's this curiosity around it. Like, I want more of this. I want to explore more of this inner terrain. Like, how do I do it? What do I do it? What do I want my angels to know, you know, about working within this space? Um, like, and it's coming through in this really playful image where I'm seeing like a house and like the walls just fall down and it feels like for you like whole worlds want to open up inside of you um and so you know it this is the reason you're asking the question is what they're saying because you know that you're right there and you know that something's ready to open within you um so let me see what i can bring through for you about how you can tap into this in a way that's going to be really powerful for you so a really good place for you to start is to start establishing a connection um, with your like with your guardian angel um, and with your angels um, and with your guides. And um, some of that connection might already be there. But what I'm feeling for you um, is like go on ahead and start acknowledging them. And so when you get into your heart space and you sit down to do any heart centered work or any heart space work, what I'm seeing you doing is like putting your hand on your heart and saying like, you know, hello, heart, hello, inner life, <laughs> our inner light. Uh, hello, angels. Hello, guardian angel. I know that you're there. Um, you know, I, I know that your presence is here. Please support me in this time. Like that just feels really good for you because this opening up, these walls falling down, are you expanding your awareness of what's available for you? And you expanding your awareness of feeling empowered to work with what's available for you. Um, like, don't wait for us to come to you is what they're saying. We're already with you. <laughs> so begin with acknowledging us and begin with speaking to us um, as much as you can, like within your heart, that's going to help. And then the second piece that I'm seeing for you that feels really fun um, is just asking yourself the question. I'm seeing you doing this in your journal and asking like, what does my heart want me to know today? And what do my angels want me to know today? And writing down whatever comes through. It feels like a really powerful practice that's going to help you begin to tap into your inner world, tap into awareness of um, when you're in your heart and when you're connecting with spiritual presence, how that feels in your body, and then begin to have like a, a grounded practice of how you can begin to um, bring, just bring some messages through, bring some energies through. And again, what I'm feeling with that is have fun with it. If you can release a sense of expectation for how it has to look and you just trust the flow of what comes through or even just trusting the flow of what doesn't come through. If you just get a word or a color or a number or um, you know an, uh, a sign or something like that, um, it feels fun, it feels playful and it feels like it's going to help you expand. So 
I hope I hope that helps Joy. I was like, that sounds really fun. <laughs> so let us know, Joy, how that resonates with you too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Let us know. Yeah. Um, okay, we're just gonna take a few more quick okay. qu questions because then I, I we still have a process to do and you know stuff like that, right? Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Why don't why don't we take a couple more questions and then we can do our, yeah. our heart activation? Yeah, because I'm not sure what you have going on afterwards. So we'll, um all right. So there's a question. So Joy says, Wow, thank you so much. You have no idea how much you are helping me. Oh, thank Yay. you for your beautiful energy and safe and loving presence. Oh, nice. <laughs> you're so you're so welcome. Good. Thank you for sharing that. Beautiful. All right. So there's a question from Clara. She's saying, I'm wondering if I can receive guidance on how to forgive. I keep trying to forgive and move forward, but I can't seem to do so. I feel a block. My mind is telling me to forgive and move forward, but my heart is holding me back. I feel like every time I make a move to forgive, something happens that pushes me back to my previous mindset. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, uh, and this person I'm trying to forgive is within the family. So I feel like I can't close the door and walk away. I just want to be able to forgive and feel okay. Oh, I totally, totally understand, Clara. I totally get it. Yeah, that's a great question for you and for all of us. Let me feel into some specific guidance around that. So what can Clara's angels tell me about this block that she's feeling? Um, oh yeah, I feel, I feel it. I kind of came through this, this, um, this family member makes it almost impossible to forgive, don't they? I can feel whatever they're doing is just like, just kind of hackle raising, um, you know, I, and and is really is really reactivating um, and really reactivates and sort of undoes. Like I'm seeing you for it's coming through this way. Like every time you forgive, I'm seeing you very neatly sort of tie up your shoelaces where you've done this really beautiful work and it's all tied up. And then they come along and they just unravel all of it and pull the shoelaces out and you have to start again for square one. So um, given that that's the dynamic, um, how can she move around this angels? How can she um, how can she find ways to forgive and to find peace inside of inside of ourselves? So there is a piece here of um, whoever this person is that you're trying to forgive, that 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 you have to realize that unraveling shoelaces, um, starting fires. It's just, it's just what they do. I, I, I can't quite feel exactly what the dynamic is, but I feel that there's a piece here that it's like in their personality makeup, that they are, are just somebody who is a little bit of an instigator or a, a trouble causer or just, it's just a, a difficult person. Um, and so there's a piece there of empathically if you're spending a lot of time saying to yourself, like, how can they act like that? I, how do they do that again? Like, do they not see, you know, like I'm seeing where there can be like a lot of time sort of spinning your wheels, um, trying to make order and sense out of somebody's way of being in the world that's actually disordered and tilted and doesn't make sense. Um, and, and that's kind of how it's coming through. You know, like you're looking at things from a perspective with a lot more clarity. I, and I love that your name's Clara. That is about seeing things brightly and clear seeing. Um, and whoever this individual is, they aren't. They look at the world through this like tilted sort of distorted perception. You know, they don't see reality as it is. And so their interpretation of the events of reality um, is, is always going to be different. And so what I'm seeing on your, your part here is that 
there's some piece of this that might be very difficult. You're never going to wrap your mind around it. And it's okay for you to grieve that. It's okay for you to, to grieve. I just don't understand how they can be so broken, like how they can act like that. It's okay for you to allow yourself to do a lot of release work around that. And, oh, beautiful. Okay. I thank you. And what your angels want you to know is what you think is a lack of forgiveness is actually grief because you are grief stricken that this relationship can't be other than what it is. You want peace. You want things to be better. And so if you can redefine forgiveness and see it or that lack of forgiveness and see it as no, this just grieves me um, as opposed to your inability to forgive, it's going to help you start to shift your perspective on how you're looking at your process with this person. Um, and let me, I feel like there's a part two um, to this. So let me see, um, how can she then find peace? Like how can she use this paradigm shift or this shift in thinking to find more peace within herself? <sighs> Make space for it. Um, there's a, a, I feel that you get, go back to your old process, but I'm seeing you making, building a bridge in your mind where you say, I'm actively forgiving. I'm actively seeking peace in my mind. And sometimes I still get dragged into the old story. And sometimes I still get dragged into grief and I continue to move forward and I continue to make peace in my mind and I continue to forgive. You know, I'm seeing you instead of it being an either or just making a little bit of space for the fact that they're some part of what they do is just unacceptable and it is grief stricken. And again, it goes back to that making space. If you can allow for that um, and keep telling yourself, but I still am choosing to move forward with peace, um, use peace instead of forgiveness. It just feels a little bit easier. There's something about how they're just saying all of you have attached to the word forgiveness. That's kind of a little bit of a block here. It feels like it's going to like, when you go back to that old way of being, be like, when I'm moving forward with peace, like slingshot you back to that place where you come back into your center and come back into your personal power. Wonderful. Yeah, thank, yeah. Beautiful question. Yeah, I do. I hope, I hope something in there resonated. I, I feel like that was beautiful guidance for so many of us. Absolutely. Thank you, Clara. I mean, hopefully that resonates. Let us know. Um, all right, so we're going to go to Beth. Beth, you want to unmute yourself? There we go. Hello. Yes. Thank you. Hi, lovely ladies. Hi. Um, I'll Hello, try. Beth. That certainly resonated uh, resonated with me, as did all the other questions and responses you've given today. This is wonderful to be here. Um, I'll try and be um, succinct. About six years ago, I injured myself, and as a um, dance teacher. Um, recreation program director. Um, I took myself out of the program. My daughter took over and I kind of threw it out to the universe. Um, you know, all right, well, either send me my own dance studio so I could run it the way that I wanted to, or just give me another job. And I had my applications out there for administrative work. So I, I landed a job with the police department, which is almost unheard of because everything is sort of like kept internally. So I was new kid on the block at age 55. And um, so I thought there was a reason. Everything happens for a reason. As we know, there are no coincidences. But since I've been there, I feel as though even though I'm aware of the difference between a civilian and a sworn, um, you know, coming from teaching little girls in tutus and... <laughs> 
pouring my heart and soul into recitals and costumes and and just loving these students and and dance as it is and leaving it all behind. I, th I thought there had to have been a reason for me to be there. And as I continue there and granted COVID and law enforcement have have really taken a turn, everything is so different, but I feel taken advantage of, I feel suppressed, I feel muted, I feel abused. It's just such a thankless, thankless job. So I'm wondering, am I in the wrong place or am I just not seeing my life's lesson? And, or is it time, like I, I love essential oils. I love Reiki, I love intuition. I love all this spirituality and um, being on webinars, which I don't have time to do half the time because I'm at work now. So um, I guess, am I, am I in this place for a reason or uh, am I, not seeing it because I'm blocked or just is it time to get out? Good. Yeah, let's ask. I, I'm a, a dancer, grew up on the dance scene as well. So it's nice. To, oh, yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, I told my mom at four years old, mom, I want to do that. So she, she was beautiful, very, very beautiful dance mom who got me involved. My, my dad was always there too. All right. Oh. Let's feel into this for you. They're on the call. So hi, mom and dad. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, for hi. Dance. Wonderful. Ah, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Um, let me feel into what does Beth's angels want her to know about about just where she's at now and why she's at. Let me break this down a little bit for you. <sighs> I can definitely feel it's not a good fit. And even as you were talking, like I could feel so strongly that it was time for you to grow more creative practices in your life again. Um, those are, they're, they're life-giving to you. And I can feel that this job is very draining. Um, Part of what I'm feeling is whatever happened with the old studio and the daughter and all of those things, it, I do feel there is a sense of like completion with it. Like it was just time to let go of that. It was time to let go of like whatever the attachment was to that. And that it was important that you did something new um, in the interim. And it felt like it was important to do something that was different, something that wasn't necessarily like you weren't meant to like go out and immediately repeat and sort of redo the thing that you had just done. Um, it feels like you would have tried to recreate it from a just like an older space of being and you've actually had a lot of growth in this time so I want to tune into what that is for you because I can feel that you've been where you need to be but I'm 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 wondering if you're you're still meant to be there so let me um, let me ask a little bit more just a little while longer is what they said um, there's, yeah, there's a sense of just a little while longer um, is, is, is um, you're going to be there. You actually have some very excellent um, entrepreneurial skills in you. You have some really excellent admin skills. There's something about your work um, with whatever you've done in the department that has really like honed, whether it's uh, administrative skills or um, putting your right foot forward and like taking charge and organizing something and leading something. There's something about the skill set that you have grown there during that time. And what you can do for your own process is to write down, like, how have I grown my skills in this time? You know, and be as creative as you want with this. Like, think about all the things that you have learned from working on the force, from um, having to learn new skill set, having to learn to deal with difficult people, learning diplomacy in a way that superseded 
the diplomacy that you might have had to have with the dance moms, you know, like really think about like what have you learned? It's given you something. And I'm seeing you, um, what I'm seeing you is is being called into a new direction of putting together some sort of a more creative spiritual business based on the things that you care about um, and using the money that you've made. Um, in order to like allow you to to kind of launch that or to get in that space. So this is a transition time for you. And it's a time that it feels like your heart is really trying to give you a new vision of like what to create in the next phase in your life. Um, and I do feel that coming for you. It doesn't really feel like a, if it's going to happen, it just feels like a matter of when um, your angels just said, you will know when it's time. So uh, release yourself right now from having to know the exact date and what exactly it's going to look that look like you will be supported in knowing when it's time. And you're going to start to have an organic sense of completion um, and a sense of a vision of here's what I'm moving into next so that you can make that bridge um, and move into um, a realm where you're back and more of your creative and spiritual energy oh my gosh that was beautiful i was i was trying to write so fast but i'll have to go back and look at the replay as well mm -hmm. thank you so much yeah and yeah yeah you're so so welcome awesome thank you yeah. beth yeah that was a great okay. reading. Beautiful. yeah thank you thank you thank you both <laughs> all right so one last question <laughs> one uh, last question yeah. one last question yeah one last question from oh, one second all right uh Kathleen, she's saying, after caregiving for both of my parents since 2004, I wonder now that my dad has passed on if they are together and enjoying each other again on the other side and is face with them, my dog. Oh, that's a beautiful question. Okay, let me ask, let's see. Um, um, I was just calling on Kathleen's angels. What can you show us um, about her mom and her dad and her dog on the other side? Um, yeah. So this just feels, I just felt so bright even just asking this question. Um, I almost feel, I think the sunlight even just might've come out in the background here. Um, absolutely. Um, so it, it was coming through with this really beautiful imagery is um, I'm seeing, this is a, a, a metaphor, but I'm seeing this metaphor of like a little house with um, like the, the picket fence and the yard and the dog and all of those things. Um, so, so there's a sense of absolutely, um, you know, love, love really calls to love. Um, and so when we cross over and we go to the other side, the, one of the first things that we do after going through, um, well, we're, we're immediately greeted by loved ones. Um, and what I can feel is that like she was there to greet him. Um, and what I'm feeling is that as your father went through like his past life review and understanding, you know, who he'd been in this lifetime and the work that his soul had done and what that looked like from a spiritual perspective, you know, I'm really seeing that he gravitated towards loved ones on the other side. Um, they enjoy traveling together on the other side is how I can put it. <laughs> um, you know, whatever they're experiencing, because there's, there's, there's many rooms and many experiences to be had. Like I very much see the two of them um, traveling together and wanting to experience, um, wanting to experience those things together. So that just, it feels really beautiful and it feels really delightful. Um, and I want to feel specifically into your dog just a little bit more um, and, and see if the, your dog, um, is the dog? Yes, 
Um, I, I was feeling into that because sometimes animals will choose to bless us with their presence again in different form, but actually I'm feeling a, a yes for that. Whatever the connection was um, with, with the dog, there's just a sense of love there and there's a really sense of a very special relationship. Um, and so it feels like as a like a, a, a wolf pack, <laughs> just how it came through, or like a soul pack, they've actually still chosen to travel together and to be together. Um, the, the, what I can tell you about the dog is that um, the, the dog does go off sometimes and have have their own experiences and their own understanding of who they are as an animal being but always comes back home like always comes just kind of like if a, a dog in real life you let it out in the yard and they needed to go do their little dog thing and we're outside for a while they always come back always come back and they they seek out your your mom and your dad again um and um yeah that just feels beautiful and light so thank you for asking that question um what gorgeous guidance that came through for you thank you Kathy. Good. beautiful thank you yeah yeah it's like when i saw the question it's like okay yes i have to ask one more question right so it's like yeah thank you for that kathleen that's beautiful yeah yeah, yeah i love that question yeah thank Good. you thank you yeah all right wow amazing amazing guidance amazing wisdom amazing insights came through so um we are going to do a process but before we do the process i want to take a few minutes and talk about the package the special offer that you have for us so if um is that this package is available at laura.at forward slash show for slash Beth Ann too. And so um, Beth Ann, can you just talk about this package? This is about into your intuition, Akashic and angel magic. So this is, so this is a really fun package that I put together. I like making creative packages and I like putting them together in a way that's super creative. Um, so there are four pieces to it. Part one is when you sign up for the package, um, you will receive four, I think I called them modules. That's such a not fun name, but they're like little downloadable lessons that are all about intuition development. And it's about tuning into the frequency of love, um, like the art of mystic journeying and how you can use that to grow your intuitive practice. Um, there's one on the Akashic records and working with the Akashic records and the prayer that I share the prayer that I say to work with the records um, and then the multiple ways that spirit can speak to us. So these, um, these, I guess, little downloadable workbooks are part of what I have used when I do an intuitive mentorship. Um, and I'm not currently offering that. So like they're not available even at the moment. So I, you know, I'm, I'm special for this group that I wanted to bring it in since it tied in so beautifully with intuition. And I can tell you that they're fun, they're colorful, there's interesting information in there. Um, and I have a little bit of a different twist to my work. So it might bring in some perspective that, um, might just come through in a new way for you. So that's part one. Part two is a um, audio transmission. I went into the Akashic Records and I did ask the question of, you know, what's happening with our intuition in the years 2021 and beyond. And so there is a transmission from the records and the angels and guardians of the records who um, share information on how is our intuition growing? Um, how does that connected to the planet and the earth and how she is healing herself and realigning at this time? Um, you know, there's a lot of good information in there about this sort of huge shift that we've been going through as we've gone through this sort of mass awakening process. And I call it um, sort of the energetic grid works being rewired right now and how we fit into that and how we fit into it as individuals and our roles as healers um, and how we fit into it as a collective who's holding space for the light. So um, I love working with the Akashic Records and they always give the information a little bit differently, light and playfully in a way that um, is just different than in 
angelic guidance. Um, and then the third part is I'm doing an event in March called March Magic. It's a three-part live series. And um, part of the package means you're just registered for the event. Um, it's going to be on Thursdays and there's information about the times and dates that is in the package that you can click on. But I do um, send out the video recording to anybody who has signed up for it, but not able to make it. And we are talking about moon magic, working with the moon cycles. What does the lunar being, the soul of the moon, want us to know at this point in time? What do the moon's angels want us to know? Some really fun information on that. We're talking about manifestation magic and then making magic and sort of connecting the dots and learning to um, work with our intuitive self in bigger ways. So you automatically get to be part of that. Um, and, and then the last piece is called a make magic with your angels package. Um, yeah, packet. And it is a personalized, um, like downloadable PDF that I put together for you where I um, bring in a message from your angels. I do a intuitive reading for you in the packet where I will have show the cards that I pulled and then I will include an audio recording of about 15 minutes where I will look at sort of where you've been, um, where you're at now and like what's coming for you in 2021. Um, I am a writer, so I will bring in some poetry and prose that I feel guided to um, bring in to support you right now and to support your creativity. And then there will be personalized um, and prompts, writing prompts for you from your angels um, to help you explore where you're at right now and support your process and also um, personalized angelic activations that I feel guided to share with you. So I love making these. They are unique to every single person. Um, and it's something that I offered. Um, sometimes I'll do it for the holidays or something special. It's not a year round offering because um, I like to keep it really special, but they're really joyful. And it's, it's really fun to get a personal message from your team of angels. So so oh, that is the package entirely. Um, <laughs> so it's basically, you know, if item one, two, and three, plus a personal remote uh, message uh, reading with with activities, etc. for you. Yes. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and who yeah. doesn't love to get messages from their angels? Who doesn't? So, <laughs> for, so for that item four, should people um, send you a question or anything or, or, or do you just get it intuitively? Get it intuitively. So I like I, I really will be in, in a, a completely intuitive. I you know this is one that I don't ask for a specific question. Um, and what you do when you sign up is, and it will show in the sign up is that I have you send me an email that you know um, I give you the email address. You send it yeah. to me. Um, yeah, and with just your name and where you live. Um, and like I get it intuitively. If you have a specific area of life for a question, you're welcome to say, and I'd love to know a little bit more about this. But it's not necessary. And that doesn't mean like 500 questions, folks. It might be just one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So all that is available at uh, alara.at forward slash show forward slash Bethann2. Um, there is a two-part payment plan available, of course, but all of that is a lot and it's available for 148. So please do check that out and really tap into to your knowing, to your intuition to see, yeah, would this be fun for me? Would, would I like to receive a message from my angels? You know, I mean, I know I would. <laughs> so yes, I'm always, I'm always willing to receive a message from, from my angels. It's like, you know, sometimes even us intuitives, you know, we don't always get all the messages, you know, for ourselves, you know, sometimes, you know, we 
get messages from other people and it's great. It's like, yeah, I, I, I receive. I mean, I don't know how many sessions I do with people all the time. You know, it's great. Um, it's beautiful so, to receive. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we need support too. <laughs> absolutely. So again, that is available at laura.at forward slash show forward slash Bethann2. Um, so please check it out. So now I know we're going to do an activation or a process um, with the angels and yeah, yeah and angelic guide guided heart activation. Yeah, we, we definitely need that. I know for myself during this whole call, it's been interesting. The energies have been interesting. For me, I've been feeling like a lot of energy moving through me and a lot of like um, opening up of the heart chakra in the back. You know, like there's so much happening on this call. So the angels have been with us, of course, right? Throughout the whole call. And, you know, asking us to just open your heart, breathe, let it go, and just be willing to receive the frequencies and the energies and the love that are always flowing whenever we're on these types of calls. So awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So we, um, we're going to do this. I'll have us all close our eyes and get comfortable in a minute. This will be such a nice way to kind of bring our time to close um, and in with the angels and give everybody a really nice energetic brush off before we before we go. So um, let's just go on ahead and go on ahead and put your hand in your heart, get comfortable, do whatever you need to do to be in your space of self and to be in a quiet, relaxed space. <sighs> and as you have your hand in your heart and you're just noticing your heart chakra, noticing your breath, just allow yourself to receive tonight. This is a guided visualization. And so just allow your visualizations, imagination to guide you. If you notice any mental chatter, any background noise in your life, it's okay. Just drop out of it when you can and come back into your heart. I always tell people you can't do these wrong. <laughs> you can't do you wrong. So just allow yourself to be wherever you're at tonight and be as present with yourself as you're able to. And I'm going to go on ahead and begin to just call on some Archangel Presence to um, help hold the space for us before we go into this tonight. So first I call upon Archangel Michael and I ask that you surround our space with white light and peace and protection. May only what is for our highest good and our highest truth and the highest truth come through in this time. And I call upon Archangel Raphael, and I just ask that you meet each individual who is on the call and listens to this in the replay, wherever they're at, and that you would begin to bring a measure of healing into their energy and into their life to whatever degree they need it right now and whatever area of life they need it right now. And I call upon Archangel Ariel, and I ask you to help us open our hearts and to open our hearts to receiving Open our hearts to receiving guidance and support. Help us to be anchored into the energy of love as much as is possible for each of us tonight. And then I call upon Archangel Haniel and I ask for you to help us open to our intuitive self and open to the part of ourself that always knows that they're intuitive and that is always innately tapped in. Help us remember tonight <laughs> what we have forgotten, we already know. <sighs> and as we're sitting here in this space surrounded by the angels, I want you to go on ahead and think about water and allow the image of water to come to your mind. Whether you imagine rain falling down or being by the ocean or being by a lake, just allow yourself to start with the energy of water. 
And as you're thinking about whatever body of water has come to you through your imagination at this point in time, think about the role of water in our lives and the consciousness that is water, the consciousness of water that cleanses us, that is already in our bodies, that renews ourselves, that is constantly cycling through us, part of everything that we do, supporting all that we do, renewing us, regenerating us, rejuvenating us, healing us. And just take a moment and be mindful tonight of water and having gratitude for the water, the water outside of your body, the water in your body, the water that's always a part of you, always life-giving and always supporting you. And as you're noticing this beautiful water energy, I want you to think about how your intuitive self is just like the water, always flowing, always moving, always shifting, always regenerating, ebbing and flowing, finding movement whenever it stagnates and feels stuck. And think about your intuition as something that is just flowing through you fluid, already there, already in your heart, already in your physical system, already in your cellular memory, already in your mind, already in your body's wisdom. And just see your intuitive self and your intuition is flowing through you, supporting you, renewing you, cleansing you, helping you quench your thirst when you don't even realize that it's doing it. And allow your awareness to be all encompassing as you think about the beautiful intuitive self that already is you. And as you're focusing on your intuitive self, I want you to think about this question. If you could draw a picture or take a snapshot that represented your intuitive self to you, <laughs> what would that picture be? What would that illustration be? Would you see yourself at your journal where you're just effortlessly allowing the words to flow through? Would you see yourself gazing up at the stars where you feel really open and connected to all that is? Would you see yourself in nature? maybe by a tree, maybe in the water itself, or you're part of the water and being supported by water. Just take a moment and think about the idea of if I could take a snapshot of my intuitive self, what best represents that part of myself? And go on ahead and take a moment and notice how you feel when you think about that picture of intuitive you <laughs> and your intuitive self. Notice how it feels to be in flow. Notice how it feels to be accessing your intuitive self. Notice where you feel that in your body. When you think about your intuitive self, where does that resonate in your body? Do you feel that in your heart? Do you feel that in your solar plexus? Do you feel that in your crown chakra? Just bring some awareness to where you feel that, what you feel, and noticing anything that comes up. And now I want you to think about the energies and the qualities that your intuitive self embodies. Is your intuitive self confident? <laughs> Do they feel empowered? Do they feel like they're surrendering? Think about the energy of your intuitive self. 
and how that might feel a little bit different than your mental chatter or when you're trying to think your way through something instead of feeling and intuiting your way through something. And just allow yourself to notice any energies, any qualities that are coming through for you. And as you're noticing these energies and qualities, as you're thinking about this picture of your intuitive self, know that this is always available to you. You can come back to this image over and over and over again to bring yourself into your intuitive self, to activate that aspect of yourself, to help you reconnect with the intuition that's already inside of you. You can use these energies and qualities to focus on, to meditate on, to take a deep breath with as you just think the word. All of these are resources that are already within you and already available to you that bring you right into the heart of your intuitive self. So it's not hard to access, you're already right there. <laughs> Hello, Rooster. And as you're sitting in this beautiful intuitive energy and as you're sitting in the angelic energy, I'm going to share with you the words that the angels have for us tonight um, about our intuitive self, about what they would like us to know. Release the labels, release the judgments. Allow yourselves to become like water, flowing, 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 and pooling into rivers of divine wisdom. Each of you has your own brand of divine wisdom to offer the world. Each of you has your own make and model you are creating as you go. Each of you is here to break the molds previously created on your planet and empower yourselves to create something new, something peaceful, something harmonious, something rooted in love, truth, and freedom for all. You will need to trust your intuition as you go about this work. Your intuition is the link between your heart and the higher realms. And you will need the wisdom in your heart and the support of the angelic and galactic realms to help you choose and create a new way, a better way. You are here to create a better way. And this work begins inside of you by learning to tune into and clear your heart as much as possible so you can find the voice of higher wisdom inside each of you. We are so proud of you. Know that each of you has teams of angels who honor and support your journey. You are loved, you are held, and you are friend to God. Go on ahead and just take a few more deep breaths and allow those words to settle in. And just take a moment and think about one thing that you would like to take from this meditation tonight one thing that came through that you would like to take into the rest of your day or evening that you'd like to take into the rest of this week and apply right now. And then think about how you'd like to apply it, how you're going to take that aligned action step for yourself, whether it's something you're going to tangibly do or just a thought you want to write down and come back to and keep looking at so that you can seal it in your memory. And now take a moment and acknowledge all the presence that showed up for you tonight. Acknowledge the water energy and the consciousness of water and give gratitude to the water. 
Let's take a moment and acknowledge the archangels and our individual angels and just give gratitude to the angels, the hands of God, for helping support our journey at this time. Give gratitude to your breath and your body and the way that you're supporting this process through your heart and through your imagination and through your openness. Take a moment and give gratitude to yourself for being willing to show up, for being willing to do the work, for being willing to try and learn and stumble and grow and not know and be on this journey. Take a moment and acknowledge yourself. And then you can slowly begin to drop your chin to your chest and give your head a little shake and start to move your body around, come back into your body and back into wherever you're sitting. And as you feel ready, come back into the group and open your eyes. <laughs> that was lovely. That was, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't want to open my eyes and come back. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. Oh, I love that. That was great. Um, You're so welcome. For me, you know, what, what, oh, it's like, my intuitive self is so much more at peace, you know, than um, my mental self was for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they always are. <laughs> yeah, much more at yeah. peace, yeah. more in in the flow, and um, uh, like you were saying, you were mentioning confident. That's like no, I don't like that word confident, but there's something else. I like I'm in my power when I'm in yeah. my intuitive self, you know. So that was yeah, maybe sovereignty empowerment yeah. yeah that being centered yeah thank you so much thank you beth yeah, yeah thank you thank you joy yeah yeah i you're so welcome and i do love the idea of doing i just just parts work identifying how our intuitive self feels inside of us so when we're out of flow we can be like well how do i access that you know use what came up tonight it's a really fun tool to have in your toolbox and the roosters oh my god I told you. So, I have... know, but it's like, that was like, oh, for, for I, anybody... I, at one point I started laughing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, for anybody who wasn't here at the beginning, not only did I say there's roosters, but I say they always get the loudest when I'm doing a meditation. It's just like, they just know to be yeah. like, we're just going to bring some joy into the group. So yeah. So you're, you're so welcome. Thank you yeah. for all for being were, open to. They were to great. That, yeah, they were great. Yeah. It was such yeah. a contribution. Wonderful. Yeah, they were bonus. Absolutely, they were bonus, Randy. <laughs> Surprise bonus. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. All right. So you know, everyone is loving the the process, and it's something you know you can do, you know, regularly. You know, um, and uh, and you know, it's like, yeah. Are you grateful for yourself? Are you grateful for your intuitive gifts? I, we still say the word gift, but you know, are you grateful for your intuitive self? Are you grateful for your breath? Are you know? It's like, yeah. That was like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Diane's yeah. a blissful place to go to when, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I love it, Angela. Yeah. I was just, that was beautiful. I saw a chariot being led by beautiful horses. I also felt great when you brought out writing. Oh, good. Awesome. Good, oh yeah, I'm so glad, I love it. Maddie says, thank you so much. This was an awesome experience and the roosters just made it even better. They brought <laughs> me back to my childhood. Ah, 
<laughs> the, the, the roosters are my they're my secret my secret superpower yeah. you know like, where, yeah where where i can't hold the space the roosters will do it <laughs> you yeah, know, they exactly. just know <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah wow yeah. all right so is there anything else that you and the angels and your team would like to share with us today bethann that well actually let, let me let me ask let me see i was going to say i feel really complete but let me ask the angels if there's anything else that um that i'd like to, to, to the only thing that's coming through just to share is again part of the shift that we're making is seeing it's that this unlayering and it's just beginning to see that we've made it so complex and it doesn't have to be so that idea of the gratitude for the breath the gratitude for the intuitive self you know when you leave this call um, whatever time of the day it is for you i keep saying tonight when it's just noon here um you know think about how am i being intuitive tonight without even trying to be intuitive you know that just feels like the biggest thing that they want to impress upon us is to start shifting our thinking so we see like the ordinary magic that's right there in front of our eyes yeah that's our real intuition magic yeah and then we are intuitive all the time yes, you know exactly so, so yep yeah you know, you're gold it, it it's not something special that we do only when we're channeling or only when we're healing yeah. or only when whenever you're intuitive all the time you know so yeah, yeah that's just a focus that. use a focus use of intuition yeah yeah we are Absolutely. always intuitive yeah Wonderful. <laughs> so that's great. So if you'd like to work with Beth Ann some more, you can take a look at the package. It's a beautiful package, really complete. Um, and I love that item number four, the, you know, is the intuitives, you know, personal reading for you and etc. Et so that's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Beth Ann 2, B-E-T-H-A-N-N-E 2. Take a look at that. And oh my goodness, Beth Ann, we're going to have to have you come back again. This is the first yeah. time, but definitely not the last. Thank you so much. I had a wonderful time um, with all of you. What a wonderful community all of you are. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is a delight. Good. I'm so glad. And thank you so much, everybody, for your questions and comments and feedback. It was awesome. And until next time, enjoy. <laughs> you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. And I saw your puppy in the background. He's being great. <laughs> yeah, he did really good. He's. Yeah. I can tell he's ready to get out of the room, but he's been really patient. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Uh, thank right. you so much, Caroline. Thank you so much. Yeah. Blessings to all of you. All right, everyone. So until next time, you know, sending yeah. you all much love and blessings always. Yeah. Okay. Bye for Thanks now. All. all right. Bye. Bye, everybody.